And welcome to the Game Central podcast. Gaming, gaming, gaming. It's a hobby that unites us all as one. And sometimes, just sometimes, we like to listen to other people who like games talk about games. This is fairly normal. To hear people talk about cars, you watch Top Gear. To watch people talk about politics, you watch Newsnight. And to listen to people talk about games, you listen to the Giant Bomb podcast. Or whatever happens to be at number one in the iTunes chart at the time. But sometimes you'll get people who shun Top Gear and prefer to watch Fifth Gear. Do you remember that one, guys? No. It was on Channel 5. I do. There was a girl in it. Yeah, that's why Gareth wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, he hates uh, women. He hates he women does. almost as much as he hates his... He hates winning. Anyway. <laughs> What's she doing <laughs> driving a car? She should be in the kitchen. You would never catch them watching Newsnight either. They are far too cool and too many women to satisfy at that time of night to worry about what some MP thinks about the dangers of UKIP. That's where we come in. It's the Game Central podcast. It doesn't sound edgy, but trust me, it is. We say things like shit and fuck. Say shit, Don. Shit. And Gareth, say fuck. Fuck. That's how edgy we are. Yes, we may be languishing outside of the top 10 of the podcast charts, but you know what? We don't care. Even if we did break the top 10, we probably would delete it anyway. So who is with me today? My name is Rob Walker, and I'm joined by a virtuoso gentleman, Gareth Williams. How are you, Gareth? I'm pretty good, thank you. Are you having a good week as usual? Yes, I've had worse weeks. Well, Gareth, I get a bit annoyed because you <laughs> never reply to my great jokes on Twitter. <laughs> Such as... Well, Gareth, one of your tweets was, my girlfriend has just been making bacon. Yeah, and the ho- mm-hmm. now the whole house smells of bacon. Yeah. And I sent you uh, the definition, the slang for making bacon, which is to have sex with a fat woman. Yes, you did. Yeah. So that's really funny. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe it's funny. And you also said that your house smelled of bacon. Mm-hmm. And is that a smell you like? I think everyone likes the smell of bacon. Jews don't. Jew- there you go. Don't say the other uh, ethnic group that doesn't like uh, bacon because they will. Oh, <laughs> and to whom I owe everything is Don Goss. You won't find Don making bacon, stuffing a pig, or giving a spit roast. Ladies, so if you are on the plump side, I'm afraid you're out of luck. So tell us what happened in your weekend with your girlfriend, uh, Don. Sorry, I was going to call you Gareth then. Yeah, you you like doing that. I do. Um, (laughs) It was very nice. It's interesting, no matter what happened. Of course it is. Yeah. We uh, had a very nice weekend, went to the seaside. So which uh, seaside did you go to? Because there are many in London. It was uh, in a little place called Olderberg. Oh, I've never heard of that. Is that in Iceland or some Scandinavian country? I think so, yeah. But uh, no, it's not. It's in merry old England, Shire. Wow. Uh, so the seaside, we've probably been pretty empty this time of year. was pretty empty. There were yeah. lots of seagulls, lots of, uh, lots of water as well. If you want, ever want to see water, go to the seaside. Yeah. Has it got an abandoned seaside town? Uh, <laughs> part of it looks a little bit abandoned. It has that kind of run-down look about it. They're all getting like that now, though, aren't they, Gareth? <laughs> Yeah, if you step off the uh, the main street in Blackpool, it's just uh, it's like a futuristic hellscape. 
Yeah, it is. And, you know, I, when I went to Margate a little while ago, Laysdown, Sheerness, you go to any of these places during the winter, it's like a death town. And even in the summer now, they're not recouping the money. I don't know what to do. So it's not really my problem. Uh, yes, we do talk about games. This isn't a meat cast. Well, um, I'll definitely not be making any bacon as I'm pescatarian who only eats fish. Uh, but unfortunately, I couldn't find any puns that involve women. Uh, Don, you could probably think up a few with your disgusting mind. What, that involve fish and women? Yeah. Uh, no. No, good. Well, what a show we have for you today. But what do we have on today's show, I hear you think? Well, let me tell you. We have Don's Hot Goss Ip, as yes. usual. This is news that you've not heard anywhere else this week. Last week, Don told us Reptile would be featuring in Mortal Kombat X, and soon after, the net was almost brought to a halt as people scrambled across each other to try and share the information that was literally a traffic jam on the internet highway. Then it's on to the news that may seem a little more familiar to you as we regurgitate the biggest news stories of the week. I can hear you thinking again, oh, why doesn't Don just give us loads of hot gossip we haven't heard before? That would make much more sense. But if you knew what Don had to go through to procure the information, you wouldn't be so blasé. Let's just say it involves a mattress, a mountain, a pair of chopsticks, and a copy of Women's Own. Do you like Women's Own? I do. I not as much Cosmo. as Cosmo. Cosmo's a much better Oh, magazine. that's a bit too uh, upmarket for my mum. <laughs> for your mum? Yeah, she gets <laughs> stuff like uh, Shout and stuff like that. And you know the thing like, oh, he stole my child's kidney on the front of the... <laughs> yeah. The womb, my womb blew up inside my face. That sort of stuff. Absolutely. A ghost got me pregnant. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But want to know what Bioshock creator Ken Levine is up to next? Well, it's shocking. And if that isn't enough, we also have some very interesting financial news for Nintendo. Our feature this week is very musical, not in the cheesy high school musical sense of the word, but Don has been known to enter many secondary schools, climb on a cafeteria table, drape his scrotum from his trouser zip, cradle it in his hands and sing a romantic medley of aqua songs. (laughs) Unfortunately, I require my freedom, so I've obeyed the law and have created some noises that are supposed to resemble game. It's up to Gareth and Don to decipher what they are then it's on to what have we been playing and i can assure you this week we have all been playing at least one new game well last week we had some great hot gossip from don and gareth you did do a bit of justice with the orchestral score that you chose but it needs to start at the highest point of that last song that you used where it builds up and it's the crescendo it needs that gravitas. It needs to start. It, there needs to be no build-up whatsoever. It's bang, straight into the highest part of the orchestral score. What, but that, that won't sound right, will it? No, but it will be <laughs> hot gossip. Okay. Well, we promise you something hot. It's Don's hot. If you're a new listener, uh, his name's Don Goss. So that's why this is going to be amazing. Don's hot goss Ip. So, over the weekend, uh, those of you who don't live in Taipei won't have known that uh, Sony put on a little event, uh, premiering a few more games coming up in that region. And during that whole briefing, uh, they flashed up 
a solitary number two. No! They did. <laughs> and it, it <laughs> they really did, Rob. I'm not even joking. Well, if, uh, if you're from Tarpe, you wouldn't know what that number was. So well, that probably just is so hot. That's that's true. Fortunately, <laughs> though, there were some English-speaking journalists there. Oh, shit. And uh, they immediately jumped upon it, looked at it, and went, Oi, that's Metal Gear Rising 2, that is. But there we go. immediately, the producer, whose name is uh, Japanese, and it yes. is pronounced Kenichiro Imazumi, he said it isn't. He said it is not Metal Gear Rising 2. However, the hot gossip is, it bloody well is, he was lying he's lying through his teeth if you even hook him up on twitter now you'll see him there flatly denying it he is lying to your face well, what's the it's point? Metal Gear Rising 2 it is coming that's the gossip that just makes him sound really nasty if he's literally just lying to people's faces he literally lied to, uh, to a journalist's face and he will lie to your face if you were to ask him even now on the internet well I'm going to do that right now boom I know it's actually true well, that was this week's hot gossip. Uh, pretty sure everyone's going to run off and try and upload it, or you know, if, if you game traders, people are going to try uploading it. Please yeah. just take a minute to calm down, listen to the rest of the podcast before you go off, because um, I know a lot of people, a lot of journalists, they just stop and wait for the first ten minutes of this podcast, get the scoop, and then they're off. But you know, there is a lot of podcasts to listen to. Yeah. So you just know, when Don was describing what it was, I thought he was describing like they just flashed up a picture of some feces. A number Very two. confused. Yeah. Oh, Gareth. I, I, I don't understand either. Right, so on to the actual <laughs> news. Uh, not not saying your news isn't news, Don, but it's so so big. It's, it's not. It's, on a different it's, scale. it's 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 gossip. It's proper hot. It's proper gossip. It, it's from news. it's from the oven. If you weren't wearing other gloves, <laughs> you'd get burnt. You'd be singed. Right. So, what is the date today, Gareth? It's the third of February. So, a lot of people <laughs> would have already downloaded the beta for the Battlefield uh, Hardline. Uh, game which is going to be very exciting a lot of people i've seen on facebook already slagging it right out (laughs) i don't know about you guys what you've seen of it i haven't been home long enough to uh even look at the facebook but sure you've got facebook at work don i do but i don't bloody follow anyone who plays games oh that's good no you don't follow them you're your friends don that's just what you need to differentiate (laughs) friends (laughs) there's that line that's that's why facebook doesn't really work for me exactly Right, so, a confirming in a leak earlier this week, and that's not a rhyme that I came up with, the open beta will be available on all platforms, and that's PS4, Xbox One, PS3, Xbox 360, PC, GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox, Dreamcast, Sega Saturn, and the Game Boy Advance. And that will be able to download on the 3rd of February to the February 8th. Uh, Don, you... Tell us about the whole beta business. Is it worth it? We know that you played extensively on the Destiny beta. How much does it really correlate with the overall finish of the game? Well, I've only ever played the Destiny beta, but there's there's betas for everything now. There's an alpha, then there's a beta, then there's possibly a second beta, and it's... uh... It just seems like we're being used as guinea pigs all the time to test stuff out. In one sense, it's good. You know, they're they're testing the, the server load and all the rest of it. 
on the other side, you 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 feel like shouldn't you have playtesters being doing this professionally? Shouldn't you just fucking build a game properly, make uh-huh. sure it works? It, but it's this all, is free. Yeah, it's free, but it's 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 also been used as a promotional tool these days as well. The, the whole marketing thing begins with the alpha being available and then the beta, and it's all all aiming at pushing you towards buying that game because you've started playing it. It does backfire, of course. Um, famously, uh, what was it, Evolve? A load of people played the, the recent beta of that and immediately yeah. then checked out of it and cancelled the pre-orders because <laughs> they realised it seemed a bit dull and not quite what they were expecting. So it can mm. backfire. But overall, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? It's not for me to decide. I'm well, on developers fence. still seem to want to do it, don't they, Gareth? And will Gareth be jumping on Battlefield Hardline? Because you played the alpha, didn't you? I did play the alpha, and I've downloaded the beta, but I've Whoa. not played it yet. Um, I fully intend to, though. I don't. But, because, Gareth, you, you saw it as a child. This is its <laughs> teen years, and you'll be playing it as an ad, uh, in its adult incarnation when hopefully it's released uh, later on in March. Uh, so that's for everyone. Uh, that is from today well not today it's tuesday <laughs> two days ago if you're listening to the podcast on day of release or if gareth hasn't bothered friday <laughs> <laughs> the important thing is that the beta is free it's online you're getting a free online game for free <laughs> free online why would game. you not why would you not download that and play it don what's because it's, it's 12 gig of your hard drive taken up with a game that you know right you're just going to delete. What else are you going to use that 12 gig for in the, in the next week? Pornography. Downloadable Destiny stuff that might <laughs> be released. Yes, you have to be on the trigger for that. Right, so Madden NFL 2015 uh, has predicted that the New England Patriots will defeat the Seattle Seahawks in Super Bowl 49. Well, seeing as what I like to call pussy rugby has already been played, we can tell you conclusively if Madden predicted right or wrong. Let's be honest, it's only a 50-50 chance of being right or wrong. I don't think it will be heralded as a new era of AI. So, Gareth, our chief correspondent in American football, uh, who won? Well, your uh, glibness is about to be completely demolished, Rob, when I tell you that not only did Madden correctly guessed the winner but they correctly guessed the exact final score of the game mate which ended which ended 28-24 to the Patriots that's better than that shitty octopus yeah yeah that's a lot better especially because in American football the permutations of score are fucking ridiculous (laughs) yeah it can it can fluctuate wildly and can i just say that shitty octopus sounds like a euphemism for some sort of sexual game that don plays that's because it is oh yes there (laughs) we go so do we stop talking about american football now because we don't want to offend our american audience why would we we offend them because i call it pussy rugby well i don't call it that so i'll only be half offended well, if you want to talk about how great the game was while we go to sleep. I'll be honest, it was a fucking awesome Super Bowl. Obviously, yeah. It, it had was, a shark in it. It, yeah. was, it did. It had multiple sharks in it, which had legs, <laughs> which is a, a evolutionary marvel, which yeah. is, has not been topped. And Katy Perry on a mechanical lion thing. She mm. was, and then she was on a firework. Um, yes, that was so... I, I what song that. was she singing when she, sat, when she was on that? Uh, she was singing Gold by Wham. <laughs> is that right? No, it's not by Wham. Is you it made not? yourself look so stupid there. Oh, no. 
It's by um, Spandau Ballet. Oh, you're right. Shit. Okay, well. And talking about it, it's weird you should say that, Gareth. Hint, is it? hint. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Right. Just Cause 3, screenshots leaked. Just Cause. <laughs> Wingsuit explosions and more. Uh, to me, I wouldn't be able to tell you if they were just high-res Just Cause 2 images. We were fans of Just Cause 2, weren't we, guys? Yep. No. Sorry, Don? Why? What's, what's wrong with Just Cause 2? Uh, well, I didn't play Just Cause 1, so yeah. when Just Cause 2 came out, I uh, didn't play that either. Fantastic. So it's not that you're <laughs> not a fan of it, you just didn't play it. Well, I read the reviews and stuff, and uh, it seems like one of those games I'm not really interested in. It's it's like inf- Infamous. It looks like that to me. Just running around, smashing shit up. Just well, you know, that's, that's, that's being very, very reductive, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah. I expect that from someone that plays Destiny over and over again. Uh Far, far Cry, see, there I go making generalisations there. <laughs> Just Calls 2, uh, it was such a big step up from its predecessor. It was ridiculous. Really enjoyed it. Really good open world. But other than better graphics, there's nothing in this game really that... It, it kind of looks like a third-person Far Cry to me. I don't know what you think, Gareth. Well, I mean, there's a wingsuit in it now. Didn't have yeah, a that's what before. I'm saying. And, you know, if I said to you, you know that one where he's uh, sort of flying over the purple flower things that's a screenshot of firecry 3 in third person you'd probably have to say you know what rob i'm not going to be rude but i think you're right um <laughs> this is absolutely good but i'm really looking forward to it a bit too early to tell um but yeah fantastic yeah. now if it comes out this year then i'm pretty fucking excited for it yeah i don't get excited for games when they say coming out in 2018 you know, it's too long to be excited for. Right, so Sony Online Entertainment, or so, has been acquired by Columbus Nova, which we all love. Now, Gareth, you love online stuff and stuff like that, and you play StarCraft and things like that, and Planet Side 2 and EverQuest. What is this going to mean? What, what what has Sony lost? What has Sony gained? What have this, this studio that's bought it, what have they gained? What can they benefit from it? Why has Sony just got rid of this sort of part of its organisation? Uh, well, my guess would be that it just wasn't making them the money they wanted. Um, and what it basically means is games that are under the Sony uh, online entertainment mantle, like Planet Side 2, and I think stuff like a DC Universe Online was as well. Um, it means that they're no longer going to be tied to Sony platforms, so you'll be seeing it on Xboxes and stuff probably as fast as they possibly can to start making some money. Yeah, yeah, so they basically bought the uh, the rights to the games rather than. So will they will they then get all of the subscribers and stuff and the people that are playing that? Would they take over the servers and stuff like that? I'm not sure how it would work. Well, from what it sounds like, if you're already playing those games, like if you play a lot of Planet Side Two, nothing should change for you. Um, but for people who say have an Xbox One, who have been yeah. thinking. Oh, Planet Side 2 looks pretty cool. I won't mind playing that. It'll probably be out on Xbox One. But yes. if so it's good all around. Say Columbus, uh, sorry, Columbus Nova decide to put a massive cock in the middle of uh, Planet Side's map. They could mm-hmm. do that. Yep. Wow. These, see, these are the questions <laughs> no other podcast is going to be asking. No, that that is why we are kind of on the peripheral. And probably not for a, in a good way. 
Hideo Kojima wants Metal Gear Open World Remake. Now, I think this is something that we can all identify with. Uh, he said that he would like a Metal Gear Solid Remake on new-gen platform, not even next-gen. Uh, now, Hideo Kojima is famous for saying quite a lot of things. I've got some stuff here. Um, he said that he, has, he won't make any other Metal Gear Solids since Metal Gear Solid 2. So whenever he's released a Metal Gear Solid, he said, I'm not going to work on any more. Uh, he's also said the human body is supposed to be 70% water. I consider myself 70% film. <laughs> and I, I, I what? said, yeah, that's, these are actual things from him, uh, from his Twitter and stuff. And then I said, yeah, and so are your games. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Burn. Another one. This fourth uh, iteration of Metal Gear Solid is going to be the final one for me and Shinkawa. There are other things that we want to create. Um... And then another one of his things. I think we will probably have to make Metal Gear Solid 5 at some point. Oh, the enthusiasm of the man. <laughs> you know, you, you can just feel the enthusiasm coming off him. Is he enslaved to Metal Gear Solid, Gareth? Yes. This poor, poor man. His soul is tied to Metal Gear Solid yeah. in a way that makes me think when Metal Gear Solid actually stops, he'll just fade away into dust and cease yeah. to be... Or he kind of turns around, just winks, puts his thumb up, and walks off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. And then he, nobody he, ever sees him again. He, oh, I'm not being racist, but he originally wanted um, Solid Snake killed off in Metal Gear Solid 4, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, but it was overruled. But Solid Snake's not even in Metal Gear Solid 5. That's a prequel, right? Yeah, that's Big Boss. But let's not get into that, because we'll all be twisting our melons. <laughs> Right, Gareth, you said that there was a Last of Us movie coming, didn't you? And you said that there was going to be a young lady who's in the Game of Thrones. It's going to be a part of it. Uh, it's going to be made by Sam Raimi, um, who also made Spider-Man and was it The Evil Dead? Yeah, The Evil Dead series. And it's going to be awful. <laughs> Anyone going to argue about that? Uh, no. I hope Spider-Man's it's not awful. awful. Spider-Man, Spider-Man is not awful. Spider-Man, Spider-Man films are some of the worst things ever Oh, you shut films. your whore mouth, Don. You're a no, whore. They are have you seen a terrible. Serbian film? I have, yes. <laughs> yeah, do you think it, that is more of a crime? Spider-Man is <laughs> more of a crime to film than that? It's only... No, because no one wow. expected a Serbian film to be anything but shite, and it's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, you're shite, do you? It's ter- oh my God, it's awful. Uh, not even in a... I've kissed the Indian films. <laughs> it's just terrible. Right, let's stop talking about it. If, if you want to see it, you know, can bring the kids around, download it, watch it. A Serbian film, absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Right, so the Last of Us movie, where were we? Uh, Gareth, you're the film man here. Is it going to be good? Are they going to be able to impact on what made the game successful? Or is he going to just go, now I don't need to play the game, I can already see the concept by looking at screenshots and then make some kind of woman that's got superhero powers that kills zombies that's not in the original game? Uh, <laughs> well, there's like there's good things and bad things about this in equal measure. Like Maisie Williams, you know, in Game of Thrones, fantastic yep. actress. If she plays Ellie, that could only be a good thing. There we go. But then negative, uh, Neil Druckmann... Oh, no, uh, Who wrote the game has come out and said he's writing the film, which sounds like it could be good on surface, but then he said, in order to make it into a film, I've had to change quite a lot of stuff about the game, which is bad, but then he said he's going to try and keep the feel and the tone of the game 100% intact, which is good, but yeah. then 
you know, kind of part of the charm of that game is because you're playing it over the course of like 15, 20 hours, you get to yeah. know the characters so in depth that every little story thing that happens hits you so hard. So I don't know yeah. if it's going to work. And then, yeah. well, the, th- the thing is, it's, it's, it's like The Last of Us. These sort of games would make great TV series and sort of going into the past and looking at characters' backgrounds and backstories and delving into Joel's. It's like films, when films are announced, they don't really sort of say, oh, Don, he sent me a photo. <laughs> I have, yes. Mr. Game and what's Mr. Game and Watch? He's the little character from all the uh, Nintendo Game and Watch LCD games yeah. back in the day. Why does and he he's... visit us during the, when we're talking about the film? Because I've, because, <laughs> because the film is incredibly boring. Uh, but Mr. Game and Watch, he's got a character. Well, be a maybe character he can in have Super a bloody cameo in it, can't he? No, he's gonna he's gonna be in Super Smash Bros. But I predicted not just two weeks ago yeah. that. The game and watch stuff, or what I'd like to happen, would should come. To Look at you going off on your own news. Look, see, and this is and now this is happening. My predictions are all coming true, and all Gareths are going in the bin. Do you well, mind, Dan? Do you mind? <laughs> We're in the middle think, of talking about serious stuff here. He's really? like one of the people that enter the tube and start going on about God, and now he's going to come back, and <laughs> he was right about everything. Yep. Right. So sorry about that, Gareth. He's, it's just, right. he's bitter about lights banter action that it's not done anymore. <laughs> so now we're talking about films, he's trying to jeopardise it. But I think The Last of Us, games like that, Resident Evil, I, I mean, films, they, they just don't do it for me because, you know, you, you can see the potential in The Last of Us for a great TV series and learning about the Fireflies and stuff like that. Hmm. But I don't know about you guys, but you think film, but then you think a film's not long enough or deep enough to do it justice. Yeah, I I think it could work as like, um, you know how they split the Hobbit into three different films. Yeah, they could do that with The Last of Us. You could have four different films because that game takes place over the four seasons. Yeah, so you could have a film for each season, and that would give you a lot of time to explore the characters. But each season would still feel like its own self-contained story. Yeah, I, I think. think sorry, Doc, Gareth. Sorry, I was being a bit racist there. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it would work very well, but I mean, I don't know how like um, fiscally possible it would be. Like, It would cost yeah. them a lot of money to make four separate films. Not knowing that the first would be a success. Exactly. So, so there you go. But talking of successes, uh, Nintendo sells 9.2 million Wii U consoles and 50 million 3DS handhelds. Now, maybe that's because they've released Mr. Game & Watch, isn't it, Don? <laughs> Uh, definitely part of it because you yep. bought two million consoles just because of that. <laughs> I've, yeah, because I'm fully prepared to support Nintendo, literally. Yeah, uh, for the foreseeable future. Do you know what Nintendo's profit post net sales were last year? Oh, have a guess. One point two million. No, two hundred seventy-one billion yen, which That's... translates <laughs> to four trillion dollars. No, no, it doesn't. No, does it? Two hundred and seventy-one billion is about fifty-one pounds, isn't it? <laughs> it's not far off. <laughs> yeah, but it's enough to put them in profit, so fair enough. But they're going in the right direction now, aren't they, guys? We don't need to worry about old Nintendo anymore. Yep. And again, this is another one of my predictions where I seem to remember talking about buying a share in Nintendo yeah. just before the end of the year, and uh, knowing that I would make my money back plus Which profits. You didn't and do. boom! Look at this. I've been justified. Yeah. I'm vilified once yeah, even again. Yeah, you didn't I, do it. That's 
beside the point. I, I couldn't is. find the place to go and buy a share. So uh, the share shop. Well, I, there isn't one local to me, so yeah, it's the Nintendo share. Each what you do, Don, is you just go on your PS4 and you press the share button. Yeah, and that'll take you oh, to the place to buy a share. Yeah, uh, that's what it's for. Do you know what oh. my favourite share song was? <laughs> the believe <laughs> shitty one. Believe in love, out the love. I can feel something inside me say. Uh, talking of numbers, uh, Nintendo has shipped about. About, you know, it could be one or two off. 5.7 million Amiibo figures worldwide to date. Have you picked yourself any up, Gareth, yet? Not yet, but it sounds like I'm the only fucking one who hasn't. It does sound like it. What about you, Don? No. Why not? They are for children. So? That's no excuse. I am not a child, nor do I have any, so I shall not be purchasing any Amiibo. Come on, they're alright. Yeah, for children. The only reason I don't have one is because I don't like the look of any of the ones that are out now. But if, it's, <laughs> if a cool one comes out that looks awesome, I'd buy it just to display. They look pretty well made and stuff. Yeah, they they look perfectly serviceable as figures for children. Right, Don. Yes. You and Rob both collect action figures. Yeah, well, I, I'm more of an amateur. Rob's a professional. Well, I think you'll be quite excited about this when I tell you that I posted one of my figures on a Filipino, uh, sorry, is that racist? You've got to be so careful nowadays. It sounds like it would be, but Filipino is a genuine term, so you're quite alright to say that. Well, the Philippines uh, Play Arts Kaya Action Figure Group, and it got 72 likes. Wow. How How many people are members of that group? I don't know, I didn't check, because then that may have softened it somewhat. Like, if there's 5,000, I'd like to think about 80. (laughs) <laughs> right so Battlefield 5 given holiday 2000 sorry right, go on holiday Battlefield 5 <laughs> only joking uh, the next core Battlefield game has been given a holiday 2016 launch date by none other than Electronic Arts because they're really the only people that can now this only enforces people's notion that Battlefield Hardline is the poor little rat child like Batman Arkham Origins or Halo ODST. <laughs> well, it's going to be called Battlefield 5, guys. Uh, is there any point in talking about it? Just no. try and guess. I, <laughs> There's going I, to be guns in it. Yeah, go. Love I the think guns. the point in talking about it is that they said uh, not that long ago, like, Battlefield is not going to be an annual franchise. It's not going to be a new Battlefield game every year. But the way they've circumvented that is by making Battlefield Hardline, <laughs> which technically, I guess, isn't the next Battlefield. And then they're also making, um, what's the Star Wars one? Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront, yeah. Which is made by DICE, who make Battlefield, in the Battlefield engine. It's basically a Battlefield with a with Star Wars skin. And that'll yeah. come out in between now and Battlefield 5. And then Battlefield 5. So in the space of, like, two years, we'll have had three Battlefields. But underneath the skin, aren't we all the same, Gareth? Yes. No. Oh, Don. Some of us are men, some of us are women. So underneath, we're, we're very different. Underneath our skin, some of us are men, some of us are women. <coughs> yeah. So, I think... So I underneath, can... you look very different. You've got different stuff in you. Different numbers okay. of bones. All that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> there we go. There is uh, Gar- uh, Don's... Is it a ton- anatomy or biology? Was it both? Yeah. It's... <laughs> Both in the case of women. 
Yeah, there you go. Right, Bioshock creator Kenneth Levine has discussed his new game with Twitter followers, uh, people that follow Twitter, uh, as part of a Q&A session with fans. Levine released that he is working on a turn-based uh, shooter set in the Tudor era and stars Jack the Ripper as its main character. Now, that's quite... Obviously, he hasn't done that. Um, <laughs> he's making a sci-fi game that utilises it. It utilises it. It doesn't just use it. It utilises a first-person perspective. What does this tell you, Gareth? <laughs> that he's making a Bioshock game. <laughs> yeah, Bioshock 4. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just makes you sick. Well, I did get a, um, a, a phone call recorded between... Um, Ken Levine and the producers of his next game from Guy Whitlock who is our mole inside would you like to hear it guys yeah yeah Ken Levine speaking who am I talking to please it's Mark Davis producer of your next damn game why have you been blocking me have you been blocking my numbers oh hi Mark uh, i just been having a bit of trouble with my phone. Yeah. Just wondering where you were with ideas for the new game, really, Ken. You see, everyone here is very, very, very excited to hear what you've come up with. Um... Uh, Ken? Yeah? The game. I was just saying that we're very excited for the prospect of working with you and cannot wait to hear your ideas. You know, I've had many people work for me in the past, and many of them have disappeared for a lot less. Well, you know, being a genius isn't easy. It won't just come to me overnight, these ideas. You have had a year. Yeah, but in creativity sense, that's not long at all. You know, it depends how you look at it. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yes, but God created Earth in six days. Thanks for the comparison. I am pretty amazing. So where are we? Um, you're not really that into games, are you? What do you mean? Well, you don't play games yourself. You're aware that I make great games, and from an investment point of view, it seems amazing, but you don't know what they are. You've never played my games before. No, I fund development and I make profit in the industry. And quite frankly, you do not seem to be a good investment thus far. And I really do not see us going any further. I was just paying you to sit down and eat crisps all day. I will pull our investment and you will have no company and no funding and you will end up like those that are rational first-person shooter. Okay, set in a sci-fi themed universe. Go on. Underwater or in the sky, take your pick. Well, whatever suits you. You'll be making the damn game. There will be moral choices the player will feel involved. And the story? Story? Man, I don't even know what's going on myself half the time. Something about a lighthouse and different dimensions and lighthouses, blah, blah, blah. They lap that shit up, gamers. They love it. They think they make them feel smart. You're... Uh, Seem a little bit flabbergasted there. And the name? Um, Bioshock Infinite HD? Yeah, everything has got to be in HD nowadays. For next generation consoles, of course. That's fantastic, Ken. 
just what I wanted to hear. Here's $100 million, and I look forward to seeing Shock of Bio in Finite. So Ken's game that he was making all along was Bioshock HD, Bioshock Infinite, which we knew was going to get released anyway, don't we, guys? Yep, pretty much. Where, where's Gareth? Uh, in the woods. What are you talking about? Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> right, so that's what happens when we have a little bit of a break there, guys. We all go off to our own little world. <laughs> and then when we come back to meeting, we feel very confused. But that's it for the news this week. Gareth, have you got any news? Uh, no, nothing yeah. uh, Nothing that comes to mind. Comes to mind, yeah. Okay, what about you, Donnest? Uh, no, I'm seeing my girlfriend tomorrow. That would be nice. Oh. Have you got a girlfriend, Don? I've got a girlfriend, have you heard? Shut up, you've got a girlfriend. <laughs> Fucking have, I'm telling you. Oh, yes. Straight up. It. <laughs> right, so one of our other regular features is Gareth Willie Arms. Now, Gareth, you've got Willies where your arms are supposed to be. Now, they're an anatomy, an anim, anana, anatomically correct. Uh, they are not small, four inches. They are very long. They go flat down by your sides. Uh, what have you done this week that would have been made even harder had you had actual penises for arms? Uh, I ate a pizza. Oh, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Because if you got it in your, um, I was going to say, the, the uh, urethra. <laughs> What's your favourite pizza, Gareth? Was it a cheese pizza? Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Yep, that was a Stephen Fry-ish impression. Uh, because we're keeping it classy this week, we've been very distinguished. Because we're talking again about the Classic FM Hall of Fame. Uh, every year they do this voting for the Classic FM Hall of Fame, where we get to vote for video game scores and get them in the Classic FM Top 300 uh, Classical Scores of all time. Uh, we've done it in the past and we want to do it again this year. Uh, so I'm just trying to give everyone some inspiration to maybe go and vote for some great soundtracks. Uh, there are some soundtracks that you can vote for that you wouldn't necessarily think, like Super Mario Brothers, um, classic games like that, uh, I don't know, Metal Gear Solid, you know, games that necessarily you wouldn't think of as having an orchestral score, but that would qualify for voting. Uh, so this is uh, an example that I thought of and that kind of took me by surprise when I really uh, delved into it. But StarCraft 2, uh, on the surface of it, a very gameplay oriented game, um, very technical, top-down, real-time strategy game, super, super hard to play, but also has an unbelievable score, as most Blizzard games do. So I'm going to play you um, the title track from StarCraft 2. Hopefully, it'll get you thinking about uh, games that you like that you may not have even thought about the music in like you know if you like Starcraft 2 maybe you wouldn't even notice they are great music um, so think about a game you really like think about the music in it and maybe think about honouring the person who composed that music by voting for him in the Classic FM Hall of Fame so this is from Starcraft 2 and the track is Wings of Liberty
love music here at the Game Central Podcast, which is why you would have just heard a wonderful ensemble piece chosen, written and performed by a predominantly white orchestra. Uh, no, it wasn't Double E's Street Fighter Rhythm, because we are not allowed a grime on the show, are we, Gareth? Nope. But for today's feature, we're going to be going deeper into music. What is music? We're going to find music at its core. Using my special needs, I have concocted numerous wonderful oral soundscapes from deep inside my subconscious. It's up to Gareth and Don to decipher just what my subconscious is trying to get across. The game is there somewhere. Some will be abstract, some will be blatantly obvious. Right, are you ready, guys? <sighs> yeah. Oh. I made the songs. They're about, they're about 10 seconds each. Uh, I have composed them entirely through my own mouth. Uh, no instruments were <laughs> used or harmed during the thing. Some of them will be a little bit uh, abstract for people that may not have been listening to the podcast for as long as others. Uh, there are a few in-jokes in some of the songs. Uh, so before you get to it, are you ready, Gareth? I am ready. Are you ready, Dom? Yeah. Let's go with our first musical mouthpiece by Robert Walker. So, what do we think, guys? God, I recognise that. Don? Unbelievably. What do you mean, unbelievably? It sounds... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I can't remember what it is. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I you're definitely... going to have to go first, because then if Gareth says it, then you're just like, oh, yeah, I did actually remember. <laughs> no, oh, I've definitely heard that. Oh, arse. No, that's not it. Ah, oh, I don't know. Fuck. Do we just Gareth. need the game? Just the game it's from. Just the game it's from. Is it from Halo 3? Fantastic. There Fucking you go, hell. Gareth. Of course it's Halo. Jesus Brilliant. Christ. See. Well, you've got to remember, uh, Don, that you are turning into Guy. Oh, my. <laughs> Please, no, because that means I don't have to start doing Paul's sister, and I, I couldn't face I couldn't live with this. Oh. Done by all of them. No, because he's, he's picked the worst one. I, the other two are much nicer. Whoa! I that with Paul because he's a quite opinionated. Paul's a nice fella, but you know. Well, he's not be happy what you're saying about our kid. <laughs> if that's what they say over there, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh dear. We don't want to anger Paul. He's a, he's a very dedicated fan it's of the It's all podcast. in jest. It's all in jest. It is a joke. It's a joke. Right. <laughs> okay. I'm sure, they're all <laughs> lovely. Met none of them. Because right. we don't play Destiny with you guys, and maybe you have that ben banter. Yeah. Right, get ready. Now, this isn't a song as such. This is a soundscape of a game. Now, get ready. It's very, very deep. Okay. Have you got any idea what that could have been? <laughs> what the hell happened there? Jeez. Oh, it sounds like something from Hellraiser. Just fucking... it could be. Well, remember, this is my subconscious. 
Yeah, that's what I fucking hell. Yeah, it is pretty heavy stuff. It's up. Oh, it, oh, Christ. It sounds like it's from one of the Persona games, to be honest. Oh, there you go. That's Just what I'm going with. Persona 4. Gareth? Boom. Oh, my God. Um. Ah, oh God. Heavy Rain? No, it's not, actually. It is Bioshock Infinite. And you might say, what? <laughs> I will. <laughs> what? It's, what? It's, <laughs> what, I, what I had basically done, as I told you, this was a soundscape. This wasn't a song. I was reading bits, different parts of the Bioshock Infinite review, cutting it all up and then putting it together and playing Jesus. it at once. That's, that's, oh that's kind that's of heavy shit. That's amazing in a very specific way. Yes, and that Fucking is my hell. way. Now let's listen to it one more time. Maybe you can decipher a few words. <laughs> I don't think you would have got it. No. <laughs> right, are you ready? Yeah. Still 1-0 to Gareth Williams. Number three. He saved every one of us. Right. So that was absolutely fantastic. That was actually performed by Brian May and Roger Taylor. <laughs> Gareth. What? I don't know what game it'd be from. But is it still a game thing? It is a game, yeah. Was the Do you know what game of Flash Gordon? Nope. Don. God. This is going to be another one that I will actually know. I feel like I know it. I can taste it. Mm. Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That, oh. Yeah, God. Oh, give us another well, clue. Well, I'll play another clue. Give us we both have a clue. Clue. Get ready. Because you are bronzed. I in your soul. You've got the power to troll. You're indestructible. Always believe Right. So there we go. Oh, amazing! Thank you very much. <laughs> right, so uh, Gareth, you got it now. Does any dropped? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be a reference to League of Legends. Yeah. Fantastic! Well done, Don. Right, that is one all. <laughs> Get ready. Okay. There we go. No, but absolutely beautiful tune. <laughs> is that one from a game again, or is this a soundscape it, it, different uh, Don, you should know the difference between a soundscape and a song. Well, normally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Right, so that one, any of you got any clue whatsoever? I know what song you're sort of 
taking the beat it's, and stuff from. I just, I, I feel like... Sort of getting the concept of this whole thing. I feel like maybe if I could hear the lyrics, I would have been able to guess. It goes, I'm gonna score a good goal! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I know you want it. I know you like it. I know you like it. Score a good goal! <laughs> I think I know what it is. It's actually pretty clever. Yeah. Go on, Don. God almighty. Um, well, uh, I, I want it to be your little mobile football manager game, but it's probably FIFA 15. It is absolutely FIFA 15. 2-1 <laughs> to Don. Absolutely fantastic. You could call that song that you wrote about it uh, Blurred Halfway Lines. <laughs> there we go. Yeah? <laughs> about football, well done. Right, yeah. the next one is a song uh, mm. describing a game. Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. So, what, what, what did that evoke inside you, Gareth? To me, that evoked assassins. Yeah, but which one? Uh, maybe some kind of unified assassins. There we go. Well done, Gareth, for two all. Uh, so, do you know what? This is going better than I planned. Right. <laughs> so, had you planned it to not go that well? That's I, I planned good. it for you guys to not really understand what was going on. Because <laughs> normally, underestimate us clearly. Yeah, it, it's. I think it's part of my life. A lot of things I do, and then I say to people, "Oh, this is this." Uh, then they don't get it and then they get scared. Right. Are you ready, Don? Yes. So, what is that, Don? What the hell? <laughs> if I, I didn't hear... stay awake... Just to do some looting. <laughs> That's what it word was. I wonder yes, what the word was. Looting. The problem with it, I don't know how it's coming across on you, your guy speakers. <laughs> pretty, pretty impressive. It's almost like the high def audio. Well, it's, fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's it's better than iTunes quality. I'll if tell you, you that. If you hadn't read Don the lyrics, then I heard it first time, so I would have. Oh, so what is it, Gareth? It's whoa, destiny. Whoa, whoa, fantastic. Because you gave Don the bloody words. Sorry, yeah. he just gave you the words as well. You can't just use that and say, I, oh, I had it. You can't. Well, I just did. Um, but Dark Gareth wouldn't lie about something that serious. It's too old. Right. Oh, you get first guess on the next one, though, uh, Don. So I listen to the lyrics. guess on that one. Oh, referee. Right, that is grime, which uh, Gareth is strongly against. Uh, so, Gareth, uh, Don, sorry, which uh, song would you say that was relating to? I need to help you with your mixing so you uh, can get the levels right, because I'm struggling to hear your words. All I can hear, right, the, no, all I can hear was the word gat. So I want to say no, 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 don't wait. Let me just play because oh. you know, from one music creator to another, 
um, you know, saying you're going to play with my levels sounds a bit, <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> but, but I do. I want to do a proper mix down. <laughs> that's what's required. <laughs> That was much better. Um, did, what, I, I did I actually hear the words spit on her twat? It was actually peach spit on her twat. Yeah, I thought that's what I heard. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that'll be for Mario Brothers then. Oh, what oh, made you think that? Oh, just something about getting big. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's absolutely fantastic. It's free all. Now, Gareth? Yeah. You ready? I think this so. This one is the soundscape. I want you to be very careful when listening to this because it could bring you in. Okay. Do you want to listen to that one more time, Gareth? No, I, I think I might have it. Do you know what? You've got better hearing than Don. Well, that's because I'm like half his age, so... Yeah, no, it's because <laughs> that one had way less music to drown out the lyrics. That's why. <laughs> so there. I'm sorry. Go on then, Gareth. Give it your best shot. South Park, Stick of Truth. Oh, yes. Absolutely fantastic. Is everyone ready? Wait, should we probably explain if there is a new listener? <laughs> <laughs> if there is a new listener, Gareth is an insane and we're kind of on the same wavelength. <laughs> and you're sitting at home thinking, what the fuck? How did he get out from that? We used to have a friend. Um, his name was Guy. He used to present the show with us. And Guy was so excited about South Park, The Stick of Truth, but his life was just going downhill. And this was one of the things that he was mainly looking forward to in his life. <clears throat> and... So, obviously, naturally, we were very amused when we found out that the postman didn't deliver his game. Uh, and then we later found out that the his housemate had actually stolen the game. And what Guy actually promised is, if he didn't pay South Park to completion when it was released, he would eat his own testicles, which he actually had to do live on air. And it was such a hilarious time, wasn't it, Gareth? He was going through a bit of a hard time, but he still done it. Yeah, we still bullied him into it, even though we knew he was pretty depressed. Uh, yeah. Just, just a really funny prank that we did. It was. That was before the <laughs> pranks were cool. It was. And have you noticed with these pranks a lot now, people calling them social experiments? Well, I'm going to do a social experiment, see what happens when I throw this baby out of a window, see how people act, see how people react. It's disgusting. <laughs> Gareth, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) 
That reminded me of Halo again, but I don't well, know. You win the competition. What? Whoa, hang on. Yeah, that... absolutely fantastic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gareth brings on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Gareth had first pick of the, the last one, the, six, the South Park one. It was my turn. Are you trying to say it's fixed? And that was blatantly Halo. What the? What? You, mean, you can't say? just say that now, can you? Well, Come on, he, no, that's a bit convenient. He was allowed yeah. to say it was Destiny after you'd given him the lyrics. No, so... I'd given the lyrics. Get... Oh, my God. Well, he didn't Fixed. ask me to completely remix a song, did he? <laughs> no. Oh, could you just adjust the sound levels, please? Ah. <sighs> Referee. Referee, indeed. <laughs> you didn't hear the music in that, did you? Yeah. How? Blatantly Halo. The lyrics were just big boy. Oh. <laughs> no, I've got my helmet on now, Mummy. I'm a big boy. So that was an absolutely beautiful feature. Gareth, you are undefeated yet again. How does that make you feel? Uh, it's sort of uh, expected, really, wasn't it? It was expected by everyone here. Was it expected by you, Don? You seem to have a bit of bad spuds towards the end of it. <laughs> As we say here down in London, don't we? <laughs> Two of those points belong to me. That's all I'm going to say about that. There we go. Well, um... We also like to play games sometimes. There haven't been a, any games come out recently that have tickled our fancy, but we all made a vow to play at least one game that we haven't played yet so we could do this. You know, we haven't done it for the last two weeks, for damn sake. What are we going to do? Talk about noises, try and make soundscapes, and then do Ken Levine recordings. No, we're going to talk about actual games now, probably for the first time. So, Don. Yes. Hello. Without mentioning Destiny, Ooh. without comparing it to Destiny in any way, what have you been playing this week? Uh, so this week I've been playing Alien Isolation. Oh You've God. been buying it. How many uh, times have you bought it? You <laughs> make it sound like you walked in there and just bought I'm any sorry. copies that you found. I've bought it once and I've also played it once. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after like two months of it sitting there, I blew the dust off it. Uh, put it into the slot. And then after I finished yeah. that, I put it in the PS4. Uh, there's nothing like repeating a joke to make it twice as funny. There we go. Um, yeah, so um, it looks very nice. It's, uh, it's, it's, it has a nice um, 1979 old school alien look to it. So they've really got that down very well. Um, obviously, it's an old school kind of old first person horror survival thing. Um, it's very nice. I've not put that far through it, but it does have a uh, very creepy sense of atmosphere to it that a bit be, like uh, your home <laughs> a lot like my yeah. home um i am in fact sitting in the dark at this yes. very moment there are no lights on whatsoever in your it's just my voice in the darkness <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't that... no exactly yeah. uh yeah so it's it's definitely very pretty they've got the whole look of it down just right um, to a t you might say yeah, yeah. it's um <laughs> To play, it feels really woolly to start off with. You uh, you really get the feeling that they made this for the PC and then ported it. Because um, yeah. the, the control on the, 
uh, your character is really loose and you move too fast and, and I had to turn the sensitivity right down basically to the minimum to make it feel like I could actually control my character properly. Um, weirdly, the very first objective you get is to get dressed. Um, so you're wandering around, you get out the kind of the, the freezer pod um, when you get to the space station and you are, you're naked, you see your naked legs get out and you go, is there a need for that? I don't know. And then you're just told to get dressed by a little computer. It's very weird. And then you discover there's a shower after you got dressed uh, because it looks like a, a lift. So you walk in, it pushes the button, expecting like some lift action to happen. But no, water comes down and you have a shower. You think, I've just got dressed. It would have been better to do that before. Um, yeah, but apart from that, um, it, it's uh, definitely a very creepy atmosphere. Haven't seen the alien yet. Um, it's... Uh, there's other enemies in there, though. These things called Working Joes are introduced very early on, which are um, clearly the kind of android characters that have alluded to have gone a bit mental on this space station. The um, Working Joes are so creepy looking. They look... Um, yeah, I've, I've only seen one, and they uh, they just have this kind of weird, blank, scary look on their face. Um, very kind first of, androids. Yeah, the little death stare on them. But... Um, yeah, it's um, they've definitely got the creepiness of it right. Um, it fit, and uh, once you've sorted out the controls and stuff, it's uh, it looks like a, a pretty good little um, little survivor horror um, puzzle elements in there. They're, they're pretty simple things, but um, like here's a code to open a door that you're going to find and stuff like that. But it does do um, does do it the old school way, like Silent Hill and stuff, where you, it you, it doesn't remember stuff for you. It doesn't like remember the inve- you know put like the code into an inventory. Or just assume your character's remembered it. You have to remember the code. Oh, that's good. Or write it down or something, and then when you get to the door, actually remember the code or etc. So it's not, you know, it's it's it, like yeah, it's it's much better. Like say, so it's it's not just otherwise it's just automatic. You're just pushing buttons. You're not really thinking about mm-hmm. anything. It's just go to A, press B, go to C, and then press B again. And it, yeah, so it's it's much. It's gone back to that kind of old school kind of. You've got to work some puzzles out mentally or use your brain a little bit. So it's a bit, it's been nice that way. So um, I'm looking forward to going through it a bit more, um, seeing the alien at some point, no doubt. Um, he's hiding pretty well. Uh, but yeah, the, the only reason you know there's an alien, actual alien alien there is because of the title of the game. There's there's no, um, no obviously, you know, in the game yeah. you're not supposed to know it exists and stuff like that. But you are constantly going around corners going, am I going to see an alien around this fucking corner? Am I going to see an alien around this corner? You are, You do get... A little bit scared, um, just because you just know it's in there somewhere, and it's and the whole thing is it's really dark a lot of it, and then there's a few flashing lights and things, and you shadow effects are really pretty good, and you're kind of wondering all the time, is it just going to? Am I just going to look at this panel, turn around, and it'll be right in my fucking face and scare the shit out of me? So I'm constantly doing that. Uh, partly though because of what PT did to me, the bastard thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm constantly on edge um, on any first person horror game. Uh, but yeah, which of course there are loads of them, aren't there, Don? Uh, literally only this one, and then yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Silent Hills when that comes out, which I will. I tell you, uh, Don, I tell you, yeah. an absolutely horrifying uh, first person shooter I played. It was called Destiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. absolutely fantastic. Uh, what has Rob Walker been playing this week? Well, Rob, uh, he got up on Sunday morning, um, erect couldn't bend it down to go into the toilet so obviously I had to relieve myself in the bath uh, went downstairs <laughs> look we've all do- we all do it don't we like we say oh, oh yeah but we all do it either it's in a sink or in the bath some mornings because you literally can't get it down to the angle that's required um, 
I have been on CD Keys, which was a website that was um, pointed out to me by my fellow gamers on uh, a website <coughs> called Facebook. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. Nope. And have you heard of it, Gareth? That's where where you follow people, isn't it? Yeah, is you you add them. You see if you like them, you add them, and then you can find out where they live and you can look at their photos and stuff like that as well. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic, and you can plot their movements just by looking at their um, photos. Wow! So on it, I saw that Assassin's Creed Unity the download code was twelve pounds, and I mean, what is twelve pound in today's money? You can't even get a bag of crisps for that. Um, <laughs> absolutely fantastic and I thought you know what okay they admitted that there was a lot of bugs in the game and they worked tirelessly to get it up and running Um, but I I don't think that's the problem with Assassin's Creed that's not the problem that it faces okay it's got like it had loads of bugs we see the numerous bugs of people's faces falling off falling through scenery I've been playing it for about five six hours now and um, I can honestly say I've not seen any of those bugs what it is that bugs me, see, um, mm. is the way the Assassin's Creed game is sort of structured. Uh, I quite liked Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's Creed Unity, okay. It's got a, a, a world in it, it's got a city, it's got people in the city. But just because you have people in a city doesn't mean it's a living, breathing city. I, I compare it to GTA as you would, because GTA is the stand bearer of the genre. Every person in GTA, every NPC, non-playable character for our new listeners, uh, we came up with that. Um, <laughs> it, they are doing something. They're either reading the paper, they're walking around, they are going in the shop, they're talking on their phone, they're smoking, they're robbing other people, they're getting into cars, they're waiting at traffic lights, they're sitting on a bench, they're jogging. That is how it's done. In Assassin's Creed... People are looking at walls. Literally, they will stand there and they're just looking at walls. This isn't just Unity that it's uh, guilty of. Um, they will be, as I showed Don today, there was a guy that was shoveling um, <laughs> hay from one pile and he was like, okay, I'm going to stand here and watch what this guy does. He picks up the hay and then he puts it into a puddle and then it disappears. <laughs> now, it, it's almost as if they don't think that people are going to wait around long enough to actually look at what the people were doing. So they just code these things. And um, every time he'd put it in the water, one of the NPCs that's standing near him goes, boy, it sure is hot. So he would do that. He'd put it in and he'd go, oh, it sure is hot. And then he would get another piece of hay, put it into the same puddle. But the hay never piles up. And you're just looking at him and you're thinking, this is taking me out of this game. This is breaking any sense of immersion whatsoever. Because you feel like you're in a world filled with robots, which you are, because it's a game. <laughs> but like I say, in GTA, it does it so well that it kind of just blends it effortlessly. Nothing ever jars you out of the experience or makes you feel like you're in a game. You always feel like, if I followed this person, they would probably do something. And they normally do. You'll be following someone. They'll pick up their phone. They'll go, like, oh, hi, Dad. How you doing? Well, uh, I'm just on my way. to. I'll see you later. And it's little things like that. Um it's so gamey. It, it's you, you can see the cracks appear everywhere, and these aren't bugs. These are just general design and coding of the game. Uh, and like I say, I sent uh, Don another picture of a man, just two men, standing there next to each other, looking directly at a wall. 
and they weren't moving, they weren't doing anything. And you can have the best graphics you want, you can have the best lighting engines, you can have the best physics, but if the people in your world aren't doing things that people do, they will stand out a mile away. Um, the gameplay has improved. It's really good. It feels a lot more fluid, whereas before in the Assassin's Creed games, you would just hold the right um, trigger and hold down A, and they would kind of run along, as you know. But now you can press hold down right trigger and B, and they will descend. So you don't have to wait anymore and press B, then B, then B to get down to ground level, or uh, circle if you're playing on the PlayStation 4. You just hold down B and he'll descend on his own, which is really good. Uh, you can now crouch, which I think the Assassin's Creed uh, games have been dying out for. Uh, you would normally stand behind a crate and have your um, sort of top half of your body sticking out over the crate. And you think, if only I could just duck down and not have to worry about the guard seeing me. You can do that now. Um, but where it lets down, like I say, is the overall presentation. There's still too many icons around the city uh, on your screen. You know, it's great. It looks beautiful. It's one of the best next-gen games I've seen. But when you've got sort of all these horrible icons over your screen, not just on the map, they're like actually imposed over the game, it can kind of take away from what you're doing. Uh, I'm quite impressed on how freeform the assassinations are because they used to be quite rigid in how you do it. But now it's kind of Hitman-esque in that you can kind of go different ways. Uh, there was a man going into a confessional booth, and there was a load of different ways to do it, but I decided to go up through the sewer, get into the top of the chap uh, into Notre Dame Cathedral, lower myself down and go into the side of the um, confessional booth where he was. Very satisfying, and that's what I thought Assassin's Creed should always be. And I know a lot of the bugs made it almost unplayable, which is what gave it negative reviews, and rightly so. But I think that I'm going to carry on with it, and it seems like a very good game, but I just can't get away from the world and the dynamics and how it actually works and the way it presents its city to you. In that, it, it basically people are, are behaving like robots. They're not. They don't feel like actual living beings. And I feel that the storyline holds Assassin's Creed back. You know, when in the original Assassin's Creed with Desmond and stuff like that, it, it was quite interesting about this ancestry. But now I think a lot of people don't care and it seems that Ubisoft don't care themselves because they're using less and less of it. Uh, it's only mentioned at certain points now. And this whole Desmond ancestry with sort of Ezio and Altair um, and Edward Kenway, it, it seems a bit silly that you'd have all these ancestors. Okay, they all are assassins, but that they would all be sort of athletic, agile guys that can scale buildings and jump. You know, that's not in your DNA. That's just something you pick up in your life. And for it to go through multiple generations seems a bit silly. You know, just because my father's father, father's father was a gymnast doesn't mean that I'm going to be. So I think that they kind of backed themselves into a corner. I'd like them to get rid of Assassin's Creed and maybe start a new, uh, a new series of games using the same sort of thing, but not be so bogged down in the present. Because it is a slave to what it is. And, I mean, for £12, like I say, you can't even buy a Mars bar for that nowadays. <laughs> uh, and it's just, you know, you, you can't go wrong. And £12 for what it is, it's good. I think I'd have been a bit pissed off had I paid 50 quid, but then I'm not one of these people that pay 50 quid or one of these people that want to buy Dying Light for £55 because it's not out in physical uh, form <laughs> shops for the next month. 
But enough of that, Gareth. What have you been playing? Uh, well, nothing. You have, Gareth. <laughs> not really. Not compared to... You've been playing like a game that came not out recently. You guys, you've been playing at least one game. Exactly. I, I did want to ask, though, how was your experience using the CD key website? Because some people have iffy experiences. Really? I just had a very seamless transaction. I gave them some money and they sent me the code. Dream. Sometimes I'll use websites like that and they'll send me the code like an hour and a half later. Oh, you don't want that, do you? No, for an hour and a half you're just sitting there like, oh, they've taken my money and they're not going to send me anything. I'm a, I'm a twat. Why would I Why would I spend this money on such a weird website? But then it... I think, it, yeah, it's because it was so cheap as well that, you know, I just thought, you know, why not? Why yeah. not? I, I think it's a bit silly, though, to be thinking about the Assassin's Creed series logically. Like, well, logically, I don't think the DNA would pass down their athletic ability. Like, you're talking about a universe where aliens created humanity. Like, Gareth, that actually did happen, so... You know, <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, that's all well and good if they weren't um, so po-faced about it. You know, okay. if, if they were a little bit more irre- irreverent, like Grand Theft Auto, fine. Uh, but they're not. They're, they're so. And I'm just saying, if you're going to be so serious about it, if you're going to do all your research and stuff, because you know it never really lets up in its serious look. It never sort of pokes fun at itself, or yeah. you know, gives you a bit of fun. I'm not saying go all the way to Saints Row kind of stuff, but just have a little bit of awareness that you don't have to be so serious. And there's all these cults and you're kind of going through churches. Or like, oh, oh, and for a game, if you want to be that serious, then you're going to be judged on a serious level. And like I say, after playing Grand Theft Auto, everyone's just playing catch-up now. Game <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, Game Central's podcast, Game of the Year 2014. <laughs> so there you go. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so, Gareth, you haven't really been playing anything. Surely you've been playing an indie game that's got some other connotation other than the one that you think it is. <laughs> no, not really. Although, um, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons is free on uh, Xbox Live Gold this month. So There you go. I want to play that. Uh, people were raving about it last year and I didn't get to play it. Uh, but then I've just been playing a bunch of really old games like Resident Evil 5, uh, Smash Bros., League of Legends, Dota, just oh God. a load of shit that's been out for a long fucking time. Well, Resident Evil 5, Gareth, mm-hmm. we, you you were arguing with Don about it, weren't you? Because Don said it wasn't too good. Uh, it's a weird one. Uh, it seems to be a lot of love-hate. Where Resident Evil 4 was love, 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 Resident mm-hmm. Evil 5 is love-hate, love-hate. I love Resident Evil 4, and I love Resident Evil 5 because it's just Resident Evil 4... That you play with a friend in co-op. And you get to shoot black people. What? No. I mean, you do. (laughs) That's the the one. How how did you feel when when Capcom were up for racism charges when they've showed the first trailers? Well, the, the stupid thing about that is that it's completely within their fiction. Like, it's been established... In previous Resident Evil games, that the virus originated in Africa, like the oh, cradle of civilization. Evil. And it's like, what you were supposed to be angry that black people live in Africa? Yeah, like that's, you know, a lot of black people live in Africa. 
How do you know? Have you been? No. No, exactly. But the point, uh, like the places you're going, like the Aboriginals there oh. have been affected by the virus. Yeah. So it's not really. It's, oh, I know what you, you mean, know. Gareth. It was kind of like I don't know, filming um, Blood Diamond, and then everyone getting an uproar. Uh, because, you know, the people doing the mining were black and there should have been some white women in there, there should have been some white men, there should have been some Scottish men, you know, it's... But when it comes to games... I feel like we're doing news from about five years ago now. <laughs> well, there are plenty of white people in Resident Evil 5 as well. No, that, that's what I'm saying, is that they had to make white villagers as well, didn't they? Well, there are white people in Africa. Yes, but what we're saying... <laughs> oh, I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's got to that point. Uh, it's like, thank you. For, sorry for being outraged that there are black people in Africa. It, it's, it's not even when that was even happening. When it was semi-relevant, it was yeah. still ridiculous. There we go. But that was so a different awesome. time then. You know, you could buy a bag of crisps for thirty p. <laughs> Were you one of those rat children, Gareth, that used to buy the really crap crisps, like Space Raiders and stuff like that? Um, I've never really been that into crisps, to be honest. What about you, Don? I love crisps. What What are your favourite crinkles in it? No, <laughs> not really. I like good old uh, Monster Munch. Monster, Monster Munch. Monster Munch, which, uh, you know, they're a corn snack, they're not technically a crisp. Wow, he is into it, isn't he? Or, he is. uh, my yeah. all-time favourite, though, is probably uh, spicy tomato wheat crunchies. Yeah. Those are my favourite. Yeah, wheat, wheat crunchies. They went away for a little bit, didn't they? Yeah, and quite often but, you'll see the, the crappy flavoured ones that aren't... Which any, is any, sauce, isn't it? That's not too bad, but yeah. quite often you don't often find the uh, the spicy tomato flavour these days. It's yeah. quite annoying. Wheat crunchies, wheat crunchies are that rare kind of snack that cut your mouth, but you don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then you'll get one that's a little bit too sharp. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> so good. What about Twiglets? Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, uh, what about knickknacks? Yeah, love a knickknack. Yeah, uh, what about Walker's crisps? Are they a bit too not a bit too safe, aren't they? Yeah. I like a Walker's baked. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose Gareth. Uh, I do like Pringles, so I can sit there and eat at least five. You know, <laughs> on some days <laughs> when I'm feeling crazy. Uh, quavers they're quite light I don't really get any satisfaction from them whatsoever um, and then you've got uh, what's it they're, they're sort of in the same sort of quaver uh, bracket in that you know they're not going to be substantial enough to really do anything but you still kind of like it um, razzles is it what is it razzles the bacon razzles yeah they're actually vegetarian believe it or not really yeah, it's just wow. flavouring. Tell you what, it's good. Uh, McCoy's. McCoy, yeah, they they are kind of like the the opposite end of the spectrum to quavers, aren't they? Like when you buy into a McCoy, you know you've bitten a crisp. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like a sort of forgiving uh, wine of a crisp, is it? it? It's kind of like a real man crisp. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we could get away with a crisp central podcast. Mate, we're already doing it. It's just, <laughs> it's just evolution. Uh, is there any crisps we've missed out? Because I don't want to appear crispest. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to think. 
said like six. Skips. Skips. They're weird, aren't they? Because they kind of they they just melt into nothingness in your mouth before you can even bite them. Uh, Doritos. Um, they're they're kind of like an old classic, aren't they? Tangy cheese for Don. Uh, me and Gareth will probably just go for Cool Original. Fuck Cool Original. Cool Original oh. is the shittest thing. You know. No. Oh, Gareth. Cool Original is easily the best. Cool Original is it's not even a flavour. <laughs> it is. It's Doritos flavour. No. Put some That's... fucking cheese powder on it. Yeah. Put <laughs> some cheese powder on it. Would you talk to us or Alison? <laughs> <laughs> just walked into the room. Oh, dear. Oh. Uh, I think that's about it, really, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been about it for the past ten minutes. <laughs> but, you know, people love that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? They they come on to listen about games and they get a nice rundown of crisps. Next week we'll be doing uh, sweets. I can only hope that we're inundated with emails about the crisps we missed out. Yeah, that would be fun. Like, all of our, year, uh, year, our last year of talking about games heralds nothing. And yet, uh, this section... It turns out to be very successful and uh, gets to number one on the crisp iPod section. <laughs> we can only the hope. There we go. Well, hang on. I need to think of a really good pun, crisp. All right. Well, uh, I actually like doing it as well, Gareth, because I see that sometimes you struggle to name the podcast. So at least you've got something to kind of think about now. Yeah, it does help. Yeah. Well, that is the Game Central podcast for this week. It's been absolutely fantastic. It's had a musical vibe. We've had Don talking about his hot gossip and his girlfriend. Uh, talking about Alien Isolation, Assassin's Creed Unity. And we had a lovely musical quiz in the middle. Uh, also found time to talk about crisps. So next week we're going to have more news. We're going to have a lovely feature. And hopefully we're going to be playing more games. Although I doubt it because it's been rather barren lately, hasn't it? Battlefield Hardline beta. Fantastic. Free for everyone. (laughs) Gareth will be reporting from the Hardline uh, next week. So until then, thank you everyone. Uh, Please leave a message uh, on iTunes and you can press a star, uh, press the five one and then put just really nice. And if you want to look at Gareth, he's at Game Banter uh, on a place called Twitter. And that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you everyone. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.